This is Dr. Dave, and in this podcast, I'm going to teach you how to recognize your cognitive distortions. Twisted thoughts and distorted emotions are the hallmark of mood disorders. When mental slippage happens, twisted thinking takes hold, and it won't let go without a fight. In a previous podcast, I took you on a tour through the mirrors of your mind, and I pointed out that the distorted emotions commonly found in depression are reflected from the mirrors of your mind. Those mirrors reflect all of the destructive emotions that torture people who suffer from mood disorders. You need to learn how to recognize the twisted thoughts and distorted emotions that bombard you when you're feeling negative and depressed. You need to put a name on each of the distorted mirrors because they are the source of your distorted emotions. You must identify your twisted thoughts and call them out by name. Depressed individuals must become proactive and take responsibility for the treatment of their depression. Recognizing your twisted thinking and calling it by its name gives you the high ground in the battle of the mind. The voice of depression has had free reign inside your mind for too long, and it's time for you to talk back and strike a blow for mental freedom. There are ten common cognitive distortions found in the mirrors of the depressed mind. They include the following. Number one, all-or-nothing thinking. Number two, overgeneralization. Number three, mental filter. Number four, disqualifying the positive. Number five, jumping to conclusions. Number six, magnification and minimization. Number seven, emotional reasoning. Number eight, should statements. Number nine, labeling and mislabeling. Number 10, personalization. In previous podcast, I discussed each of these mental mirrors in detail, and I won't repeat all that information here. This podcast is a tutorial that gives you the opportunity to look in the mirrors of my mind and you can put a name on the cognitive distortions that you find there. So let's get started. You're the doctor, and I'm the patient. Diagnose the cognitive distortions reflected in the mirrors of my mind. Everyone who has a mood disorder is going to have accidents happen in their life. But even when bad things happen, cognitive distortions are optional. Depression is optional. In New Zealand, I had a car accident in which my vehicle rolled over, trapping me inside. I was unable to move because I had two broken legs, five broken ribs, a punctured lung, a fractured shoulder blade, and a dislocated kneecap. I also had internal bleeding that was threatening my life. While I was waiting for the fireman to cut me out of the vehicle using the jaws of life, I had plenty of time to look at the reflections in the mirrors of my mind. And while I was in the hospital for two months recovering, I had plenty of opportunity to allow cognitive distortions to take command and control of my mind. So listen to what could have happened if I had allowed cognitive distortions to run roughshod through my life. All-or-nothing thinking shouts, Your legs are broken and your body is bashed. If you aren't in perfect health, with peak fitness, then your body is ruined. It's totally worthless. 
Why don't you just crawl into the dumpster behind the hospital so they can pick you up and throw you on the trash heap? Overgeneralization screeches, you probably aren't going to die, but face the facts, your life is over. The metal screws and plates in your legs are going to cause chronic pain, and just wait until the arthritis starts in your broken knee. You aren't the person you used to be. You won't be able to get on your boat to complete your sailing trip around the world. You won't be able to write a book about your sailing adventures. Face the facts. Every area of your life is ruined by this disaster. Mental Filter says, You just got run over by the Mack truck of life, mate. Do you know why that happened? It's because you were taking too much risk. If you hadn't been sailing around the world on your yacht and touring in New Zealand, this accident would never have happened. It's a dangerous world out there, and it's time for you to start worshiping at the altar of security. There's no doubt about it. Because of this accident, you can finally see that adventure isn't worth the risk. You need to wear safety glasses, a helmet, and shin guards, and then buy a house where you can sit in a rocking chair on your front porch so that you'll be safe. Disqualifying the positive says, While it's true that you just spent six wonderful months cruising across the Pacific Ocean, that doesn't count. What's really important is you are now physically disabled and you will be unable to sail for the next year. While it's true that you survived the accident and you can walk with assistance, what really counts is the fact that you can't walk well enough to get on your boat and sail to Australia. Jumping to conclusion says, you're in big trouble now. You're going to get fat embolism from the long bone fractures in your legs. When the fat embolism hits your lungs, you're going to die. And if the fat embolism doesn't get you, you're going to get blood clots in your legs while you lie in bed for six weeks. When you get out of bed, those clots are going to dislodge, they're going to travel to your lungs, and you will instantly die. Do you see that blood transfusion running into your veins? They probably haven't properly screened the blood for AIDS and hepatitis. Face the facts. In a few months, you're going to come down with hepatitis or AIDS. Magnification says... This accident is the absolute worst thing that could ever happen to you. In fact, it's hard to imagine how you could be in any worse shape. You've had a few problems in the past, but your problems now are totally off the Richter scale. Why don't you just surrender to your totally insurmountable and overwhelming problems? Emotional reasoning shouts, I feel so bad. I know my life is really over now. I feel so dizzy when I try to stand up. I just know that I will never walk again normally. I'm going to be crippled for the rest of my life. Should statements say, This accident should never have happened. I should have been more careful. I shouldn't have purchased the van and driven in a foreign country on the opposite side of the road. All of this misery should never have happened. Labeling and mislabeling say, I can't believe how stupid I was to have this accident. There must be something wrong with me. I was a real idiot to think that I could drive on the opposite side of the road in a foreign country without having an accident. Personalization says, You've been in the hospital recovering from your injuries for two months now, and your children haven't been studying their correspondence courses. It's your responsibility to make sure that they do their lessons every day. When they end up with a poor education, it will be your fault. You should have been teaching them their daily lessons from your hospital bed. When the Mack truck of life ran over me in New Zealand, I faced a massive challenge. 
Was I going to let the voice of depression and despair rule my life, or was I going to reject the cognitive distortions that threatened my peace of mind? I learned a valuable lesson. Accidents happen, but cognitive distortions are optional. You're going to face thousands of challenges in your life, and you must decide whether you will let twisted thoughts and distorted emotions take over your mind. Just because you have a lot of problems doesn't mean you have to slide down the slippery slope of depression. Depression is optional, and you can choose to not be depressed.